welcome to Vote, the podcast where we are inching closer and closer to the biggest election of our lifetimes. And even though we say this almost every time, I don't know who still needs to hear it, but this is not a drill. Early voting has begun, and we're here to help answer your most pressing questions and give you timely updates on what's new, what to look out for, what to freak out about, and how to help. (laughs) We are the Voting Preppers. I'm Andrea, CEO of Vote.org. We are here to help you, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your community, everyone vote. We make the political process and engagement simple. So visit our website, register to vote, find your local polling place, check your registration, request an absentee ballot, basically all the things, go to vote.org. And I am Kat Calvin, the executive director of Spread the Vote. We help people get the IDs that they need for jobs, housing, medical care, weirdly enough, COVID testing in a lot of places, and to vote in 36 states. So do you have an ID? Andrea, let's talk about voting this week. What is happening? All right. Well, in Michigan, the legislature has eased the process of counting absentee ballots early. So what that means basically is that there was a law in the books that said that you could not start processing absentee ballots um, until election night. Of course, that's a problem in a year that is so largely vote by mail. And so uh, the legislature gave a nod to that by saying that clerks could begin to process a day early. Now, is this enough time? We'll see. I would have liked to see more here, um, but there's that. In Georgia, a federal judge ruled on Monday that paper backups of voter registration and absentee voting information must be provided at every Georgia polling place. This is really exciting because it means that if computers go down on election day, there's still a safeguard in place to allow voters to continue to check in to cast their ballots. In Texas, it's interesting, a federal appeals court blocked a lower court ruling eliminating straight ticket voting in Texas. Straight ticket voting is the ability to just punch Democrat or Republican and have it count all the way up and down the ballot. People argue that in Texas, this creates shorter lines and faster processing uh, for people who want to vote straight party um, and do it all in one punch. So a final ruling is expected after the court weighs arguments more thoroughly. But hopefully, Texas voters will be able to vote in the way that they're used to, being able to just punch a straight party ticket. So we will see what happens. Uh, Stay tuned. In North Carolina, we have exciting news because people who make mistakes on their mail-in ballots will now have an easier way to fix them. Instead of having their votes thrown out, they'll be able to fill out paperwork to fix the problem. County officials will contact them and ask them to sign an affidavit with the missing information. Uh, this is really important because not every state has a cure for if you make a mistake on your mail-in ballot. And going forward, it's something that we hope to see all states employ. Thanks, Andrea. 
I have some news from New York where voting is always a hot garbage fire and uh, some upsetting news from Virginia. So if you are in New York, then you are well aware of the fact that your state does a lot of things well, voting, not one of them. Uh, We already had major issues during the primaries when 20% of you will never know if your vote was counted or not. Uh, And we're starting to see some challenges with absentee ballots. So already people across New York are getting ballots that are not theirs, that <laughs> do not have their names on them, that are sometimes for totally different neighborhoods. Um, and then the other challenge is that people have just realized that in New York, you have to put two stamps on your absentee ballot to mail it and not just one. So if you get an absentee ballot and you're one of the lucky ones, and it is for you, please add two stamps. If you do not have your own ballot because it is for some other person, first of all, if it's like for Robert De Niro, just go drop it off in person. But if it's for someone you don't want to meet, then call your board of elections um, so that they can help fix the problem. Uh, Also a good note, New York did just uh, add the number of ballot boxes that they are placing all across the city. So if you don't have two stamps, then you can go to the board of elections and find your nearest ballot box and drop it off there. But be really cautious. And this is another reason to open your ballot as early as possible the second you get it so that if it is for the wrong person, you can get that taken care of or know that you're going to have to go vote in person. But you want to really be sure um, that you have the right ballot. In Virginia, uh, so we've talked a little in the past about how Virginia passed a lot of really exciting new laws that went into effect on July 1st that really expanded the franchise of voting in the state. One of the things they did is that they created early voting for everybody, and they significantly increased how much early voting we have, so much so that they've actually been voting in Virginia for about two weeks now. However, there is a big problem with uh, people who don't like the idea of early voting because it feels too, I don't know, votish to them. And so they have been protesting and trying to block polling places, which of course is a huge issue. Uh, Spread the Vote is actually working with a great organization, Virginia Civic Engagement Table, doing some rapid response election protection training and poll escorting training of our volunteers and other volunteers. If you are interested, then you can visit Spread the Vote US on Twitter. We've got a link for a Google form, you can sign up. If you write that you signed up through Spread the Vote, we'll even send you some Spread the Vote swag. But we really, really want to be sure that we're on the ground watching out to make sure that everybody is able to vote. So as early voting starts opening up in other states, if you're seeing these issues, first of all, call 866-OUR-VOTE. It's the election protection number for the lawyers committee. They're incredible and they can help. Uh, But also send an email to uh, votethepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know uh, because, you know, Andre and I do run voting rights orgs. And so sometimes we're able to deploy help or we can call people um, and try to help get help on the ground. And that's a big thing that we're looking out for right now. So New York, Virginia, you're doing your best. Do a little better. And we love you. So there's so many changes happening week to week, uh, and we're trying to give you the best information. We hope you really like this short format. I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. And now early voting has begun in several states, 
ballots are getting dropped off. I am eagerly awaiting mine every day. And so this year, I I just I want to reemphasize how important it is to make a voting plan for exactly the reasons that we've been talking about. Voting is changing in different states. You may not get the absentee ballot you're supposed to get. You may show up on an early voting day and there's a bunch of big jerks and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go tomorrow. Um, so you want to make a voting plan. And if you're listening to this and you don't live in Texas, but you know someone who does, tell them, hey, I just heard this thing about laws in Texas and straight ticket voting. And I really think I wanted you to know because I know you have to vote in Texas, which also gives the benefit of reminding them to vote if perhaps it wasn't a thing they were thinking about. So, you know, please, please share this information. We really are trying to do as much as we can to make sure that everyone has the information that they need to be able to vote. Hi, my name is Avis and I'm in Pennsylvania. And my question is, I'm receiving a lot of so-called ballots in the mail. They have uh, different addresses on them, different return addresses. And I'm wondering, are these ballots for real? I've heard in the past that uh, certain political action committees would send out fake ballots with a return address that would come straight to them and then the ballots would be thrown out. Um, so I just like to know, how can I know for sure that I'm returning a mail-in ballot to the appropriate place? And how can I know that my vote will be counted? And that's my question, and I thank you. All right. Well, first of all, hi, Avis. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sending in a question. Um, and uh, I'm so sorry. You know, this is the whole reason we do a podcast and run these orgs. Voting should not be this complicated and this confusing. And it really sucks that you even had to write this question. Uh, but you did. And I know you are by far not the only person who is wondering about this. So let's get into it. You know, voting right now is confusing because there is so much misinformation and there's a lot of uh, messaging coming from all sides that really is sort of undermining our faith um, in the electoral process. And the amount of mail that we're all getting <laughs> is bonkers, right? And they do try to make some mail look official even when it's not. You know, there is a dark money group called Common Sense Voters of America, LLC, uh, which sent Pennsylvania voters unsolicited applications for mail-in ballots in mailers that were marked election guide, which included language that made it clear that the group favors Trump over Joe Biden. In New Hampshire, absentee registration request packets were sent to voters with the wrong return address, which is so shady. Um, and in Virginia, people were sent mailers with a return envelope addressed to the wrong election office. And the crazy thing about that is that the group was actually a group that thought they were doing the right thing and just didn't pay attention and have enough quality control. And they ended up messing 500,000 ballots up. Uh, so even when people are not trying to be purposefully misleading, right now we're seeing a lot of well-intentioned mistakes that are really harming voters. So it is by no means just you. This is a problem we all need to be looking out for. So first of all, while you are listening to this <laughs> podcast, go onto your DMV website uh, or your or vote.org or your Board of Elections website. Go on the interwebs and check your voter registration status and double check to make sure your address is up to date and that you're still registered because you want to be sure that your ballot is getting to you and to the right place. Second, 
really, really important to check the rules for your estate. So actually, by the time you hear this, maybe what? Uh, yes, today. Oh, my gosh. It's October 1st. I'm so excited uh, because we are at Spread the Vote launching readtheeffingdirections.com, which is a website which is giving easy instructions for all 50 states plus D.C. exactly what you have to do to make sure your ballot is counted. Do you need witnesses? Do you have to sign the back of the envelope? Do you need a notary? And if so, where to find one, etc. You can go to our website. You can go to your board of elections. You can read the envelope carefully, literally like read the effing directions. Make sure that you're following all of those instructions because if you don't sign the back of the envelope, they're going to throw it out. If you don't um, get a witness, if you need one in your state, they're going to throw it out. And some states have what's called a curing process so that you can get it. Uh, you know, they may call and say, hey, you didn't sign the back of the envelope. Can you please come down to the county clerk's office and sign it? Some states don't. So you want to be sure to read every single instruction, make sure you do everything that you're supposed to do, and that you get your ballot turned in accurately. In 2016, 300,000 mail-in ballots were discarded. In the primary season this year, over 500,000 ballots were discarded. And we really don't want yours to be a ballot that's discarded. So please read the effing directions. Depending on the state you're in, and you want to look at this in Pennsylvania, you can, in many states, track your ballot. Uh, So if you're listening, wherever you are, check to see if they have ballot tracking. And if they do, then track your ballot and make sure that it gets counted. And this is another reason to vote early, because if something goes wrong or if you don't get uh, an alert or check and don't see that they've registered that your ballot has been received after a few days, you can call and you can say, have you received my ballot? And maybe then if you did use the wrong ballot, you still have time to fix that. Uh, So if you have ballot tracking in your state, you want to check it out. If you don't, then get on the phone with your governor, your secretary of state, your state legislator, and your board of elections and tell them you really want ballot tracking. It's a thing every state should have and unfortunately don't. Okay, and then you want to be sure that you're looking out if you're filling out the correct ballot. So, you know, look at the ballot. First of all, if there's any sort of partisan language, that is not a ballot. That's an advertisement. You know, on the the ballot, it will say probably in multiple places, you know, Los Angeles County Board of Elections or Alamance County Board of Elections, right? Like it will say that it's from the Board of Elections. If it says paid for by Friends of Joe Biden, guess what? That's not a ballot. That's an advertisement. So you want to check the markings. You want to open it up and make sure are all the directions there, right? Is it telling you to sign the back? Is it saying I'm, you know, telling you how to fill in the bubbles, et cetera? But make sure that it looks real. Make sure that it's from the Board of Elections. Make sure that your name and everything is accurate. I check and see if it's a state with the ballot tracking, there will be a number. And so you can, you know, log in onto the DMV or Board of Elections site and make sure that this is, you know, when you type it in, that it says that's your ballot, body blah. It has been mailed to your house. And you'll say, I know, because it's right here on my desk. But you just want to check the ballot and make sure that all the information looks accurate and partisan language shouldn't really have any political language at all, except for the names of the candidates on the ballot where you vote. And then... If you're worried about sending it back, many, many, many states now have ballot box drop-offs, so you don't have to put it through the mail. Make sure that you have enough stamps. Again, don't be you know a New Yorker who only puts one stamp on it. You know, many states provide prepaid postage, some don't. You want to know all those things. In many states, you can just turn in your ballot. 
at a precinct or a polling place on election day or early voting and some you can't. So again, you want to know the rules for your state and be sure that if you're following all of the rules as, rules as much as possible. Um, and so, you know, I know that's a lot. It shouldn't be a lot, right? Like this should be a lot easier, but it's not easy in this country. That's why Andrea and I run orgs that we try to make it as easy as possible. The most important thing is follow the instructions carefully and visit vote.org or spreadthevote.org or readtheeffingdirections.com or any of the many, many organizations out there that are trying to help. And lastly, if you really feel like you're confused and you're unsure, call 866-OUR-VOTE. That is the Lawyers Committee. They've been doing election protection across the country for decades. They're extraordinary at what they do, and they will be able to help you or guide you to the right resource. Um, Avis, I hope that helps. Please don't get discouraged. I, you know, this is just, this is more things that we need to fight for and work on to make sure that everyone's able to vote. It will take a little more time than it would if things were easy, but you can vote. You can fill out your ballot correctly. You can make sure it's counted. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be answering your most pressing voting questions all the way up until the election. To learn more about what's happening at vote.org, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And to learn more about Spread the Vote, visit us at our website, spreadthevote.org, or at Spread the Vote US on all the socials, and you can sign up to volunteer or donate and support our work. If you have a question you want us to address on the show, write us at votethepodcast at gmail.com or leave us a message at 844-472-VOTE. And to find out more about the show, including upcoming episodes, follow us on Instagram at votethepod and subscribe. And you guys, you know what I'm going to say, leave us a review. Make it five stars. We're working hard over here. Have a good day.